Constellation. 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 Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens, while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA, plus, and neurodivergent voices. I'm Nike Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. Hello, y'all. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike. I'm so excited to dive into this topic. But before I do so, just a couple of announcements. First announcement is I am hosting an ancestor healing retreat. I honestly am so, so, so excited, y'all. Like, (laughs) I just, every time I think about it, every time I talk about it, I just have a huge smile on my face because I just know it's going to be such amazing healing container. It's going to be the best. I just... (sighs) I just know within my core, within my heart. So if you're interested in learning more about it and even being a part of it, please check out the application down below. There's more information around it there. I'll make an episode soon, t- like tapping in deeper into it. But um, so far we have three signups. So that means there's only five more spots left. If you sign up before January 3rd, you get an early bird deal and a pretty good chunk of a discount. And there's also payment plans that are available. So I just love retreats because it's a time where you can really just focus on your healing. You don't have to worry about your work and your job and the bills and the kids and family and the friends. You can really just focus on your healing and certain components of your healing. So yes, if you've been looking for a space to do so, um, it's in June. It's in Texas, and there's more information in the application in the show notes. Also, with that being said, my Patreon, the Ancestor Circle, is today. If you don't know what Patreon is, you can subscribe um, by by clicking different tiers that have different offerings to connect with me, and it also helps support the show. And a proceed every other month goes to a human rights organization or an organization that helps humans so you can check that out as well it's down below we're doing an ancestor healing circle today which is honestly like one of the best things we do it once a month um we connect with our ancestors we talk about what's coming up usually it's the same theme for everyone and we heal together if you haven't already and this podcast has helped support you and your healing journey in any way please consider leaving a rating review on iTunes. It helps the show immensely. It helps me immensely. It helps put the show on the map and on the charts and have other people find the show. So I would really appreciate it if you had the time to do so and if it feels aligned to leave a rating and review. All right, let's get into this episode. You gotta feel it to heal it. 
actually inspired by my group coaching. It was our last group coaching um, this weekend, today, as I'm recording it. <laughs> I'm recording this on a Sunday, but um, yeah. It was the last group coaching. And for our last group coaching, we talked about anger and resentment and guilt and shame. And one of the things was feeling our feelings, um, especially feeling them in order to heal it. And I think, I mean, we've talked about emotions on this podcast and how with our programming, there's a belief that there's good emotions and there's bad emotions. Um, And we tend to think of good emotions as like happiness, joy, you know, uh, excitement and then bad emotions as anger sadness guilt shame and so that's really a part of society's paradigm as well um but it's also I think once you realize that you will deal with every single emotion because you're human and if you weren't meant to feel certain emotions then you wouldn't feel be able to feel them then it's like why should we why should we discredit the emotion that comes up um, when it happens to be a quote-unquote negative emotion versus the emotions that are more positive and that are more accepted to be to be shown by the societal paradigm that we're in right now. Specifically in our group coaching, we talked about anger and how like a lot of people don't want to show that they're angry or like are fearful of anger and like the way uh, society portrays how anger should look like. Um, but again, it's an emotion that all humans will feel, will understand at some point, and will come up. And I really feel like there is no negative emotions. I think they're just all emotions. That's something I'm trying to decolonize and deconstruct myself. I think the only time there should be a negative connotation when it comes to emotion is when you don't allow yourself to feel it and you dismiss it and you push it down or you do that to other people and you place your fear of emotion onto others and shame them for it. Because the thing is, our emotions point to something. They reveal something about ourselves. When you feel anger, it's usually because someone has crossed your boundaries You haven't made your expectations clear to another person or yourself where you feel unsafe. All things are so valid and actually help protect you. Someone in my group coaching today actually said that. They said that they grew up with anger and it actually protected them after growing up. It was something that shielded them for other things. And so when we say that certain emotions are negative when really they're just there to not only show us an aspect of ourself that needs something but also oftentimes protect us it kind of makes it confusing for us and we tend to numb out our emotions out of fear of participating in something that society has told us is wrong or not okay our emotions are a gateway to important information, especially the ones that we try to avoid, like the fear, the guilt, the shame, the sadness. They all are important messages that talk about where we are in the now and our wounds and the parts of ourselves that clearly 
crave healing and nourishment. And so I feel like everyone can relate to distracting themselves from quote unquote negative emotions or emotions that are a part of pain points, right? It's much easier for us to embrace happiness than to embrace sadness. And it's because one of them is easily accepted by others and the other can be kind of scary to others or uncomfortable to others. But we're also, as we're navigating our healing field, our healing journeys and feeling our feelings, we should not look to others for their affirmation about how we're supposed to feel about ourselves or the things that arise in our life. I've noticed that even myself, I've done this in the past where I would look towards others to affirm the feeling that I was feeling, to affirm the feeling that I was feeling in terms of like, is it okay to me, for me to feel this way? Is it valid? Is it logical? But I shouldn't do that because I should just feel my feelings because they're valid because I'm feeling them, not because someone has to logically tell me why or I have to tell myself why. that really just hit me. Stop, stop looking to others to affirm your feelings. Because you're the one who's feeling them. And if you resist feeling your emotions, they just persist. They keep popping up. So many rhyming words. <laughs> Heal to feel, resist, persist. But yeah, it's like a cycle. It's very similar to a generational cycle. And some of these feelings are connected to generational wounds and healing, right? But if we keep ignoring something that keeps popping up and we keep dismissing it, it just becomes bigger and bigger until it's going to be unavoidable. If there's one thing I've really understood when it comes to feelings is that those those are the pockets of our healing that true understanding happens. It's it's getting to the root of the why. It's not why am I feeling this feeling, but it's when this feeling comes up, what is it showing me about myself or about the experience that I'm in right now? If we treated these emotions, that could be a little harder as... as parts of ourselves that were wise instead of trying to get rid of them quickly, I think it would help just navigating the things that show up that can feel heavy. It's just giving us a, a way to build a foundation of not only Am I encountering something that is scary to encounter? But I'm also setting myself up for success because I'm not pushing down the feeling that arises with it. And I'm giving it an open space to communicate with me. It's just like our inner child. Once we start opening the gateway for our inner child to come through and to be 
acknowledged and to be witnessed and to be respected, we start to get a, gain a perspective that can be so, so, so helpful. And I think our feelings and our emotions are very similar and can do the same thing. We may not want to feel it, but it's more so out of fear because it might consume us. We might feel like that feeling will never go away. But I think it's finding the balance of you could still be within the feeling, but you can also give the feeling compassion and your self-compassion in order for it to be sustainable. You can still connect with Mother Earth and allow there to be balance with the feeling. I think something that I'm going into for 2022 is to be curious about my feelings, to allow them to have a voice so that it becomes more integrated in my day-to-day rather than something that just explodes because I've been pushing it down and down and down. Just imagine if you were always knocked down just because you said or revealed something uncomfortable. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that, but I would never want any aspect of myself to feel that from me because I know how hard and terrible that feels. And I think feeling your feelings too, especially when we're talking about trauma and healing it, isn't necessarily that you have to go back into that traumatic space. As someone who strives to be uh, trauma conscious and informed, I don't think the way to necessarily heal trauma for everyone is to go back into that traumatic space. Definitely not. Your mental health is so important. But I think more so it's like when emotional wounds do show up, um, whether they are connected to like past wounds or to things that are happening in the now, it's more so um, connecting to the version of yourself that just wants understanding versus the toxic and traumatic experience itself. You definitely don't have to revisit your trauma, uh, visualize your trauma in order to heal it. I think it's more so understanding what came out of the trauma, the cycles, the the toxic traits, um, especially knowing that it's not your fault that that is the result of it, but what can you do to change it um, with the actions that you can control? Because trauma will generate emotions and processing the emotions, I think, um, doesn't mean you have to go back to your trauma. So if anyone has told you that or given you that advice, you tell them no, set that boundary. I remember I had like a coach, uh, my business coach, my first business coach, 10 out of 10, don't recommend. (laughs) Um, Like they wanted me to go back to a traumatic space. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. You're not a licensed psychologist or therapist. You're not going to help me get through it. You just want me to go back to that place because you have this this societal you're part of the societal 
paradigm of like you need to go back to the traumatic place to heal it well that doesn't work for everyone so I just wanted to say that if anyone's working through that um definitely that's not what feel it to heal it means especially to me but I think it's more so like not being afraid to stop numbing the pain to stop numbing the emotions that aren't readily acceptable that we have been programmed to think aren't acceptable um and also stop numbing it with like outside substances like alcohol or other substances social media endless scrolling like all these things because it may you may think that you can control your feelings and your emotions but it's soon going to come to a head where it's going to hit hard and especially if you've been numbing 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 and then it all comes out it's even more of a shock because you've been in that numbing state rather if you take it bite size day by day of feeling into it um, and not numbing it's going to be way easier to work through it because you're not going to be in a in a place of shock when it finally reveals itself. So yeah, y'all, feel your feelings. <laughs> um, no one tells you about that when it comes to a healing journey, but I think that's one of the things that, you know, really elevates your healing journey as well. It's like, once you got that, understand that the feelings are, are revealing to you so much about what you need to heal and how you even need to heal it it's it's great because pretending pretending you're okay pretending you don't have those feelings pretending that you need to be small and you need to you need to participate the way that society has denoted that you should just is a soul it's a soul stealing experience it literally steals your soul it literally impedes you from living fully and authentically to always suppress a part of yourself will grow into something that doesn't align with you because it's suppression. You don't want to keep it building up. Or you do. I guess it is your your choice. But I'm just saying don't be afraid of encountering it out of fear that it might consume you because I think it's more likely to consume you if you let it build up and it's just so overpowering so yeah you gotta feel it in order to heal it <laughs> all right y'all Thank you so much for connecting with me in this space. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive and feel your feelings. <laughs>